0: Hello and welcome to episode 24 of Talking About My Generation, a pop culture podcast dedicated to the children of the 80s, 90s, and even into the 21st century. If you're new to the show, welcome. On this podcast, we'll discuss movies, video games, and television shows that we grew up on. Now, this week is a little bit different. Uh, We're going to be covering a television special that comes straight from my childhood, my parents' childhood, and it's continued on into the childhoods of the next generation. So because for this, we've invited my co-host Eva's daughter to join us. So who do we have on today?
1: We have my daughter, Christina. Cece. Cece, okay. Okay, hi Cece. Say (laughs) say hello. Hello. You got to speak
0: a little (laughs) bit more into the mic. I can barely hear you.
1: Okay. hello.
0: There we go. (laughs) Okay. so what we're going to do here real quick, I just want to cover something real quick here because we did our podcast for uh, Ghostbusters 2 and we actually got a little bit of feedback from one of our listeners. So I kind of wanted to give a little heads up and, you know, give him a little bit of props for it. Uh, This comes from somebody named Doug French. Uh, he said I listened to your podcast on Ghostbusters 2. I was a big Ghostbusters fan growing up and I remember reading and seeing promotional tour interviews with all the cast members and I recall them saying basically the same thing that you did that the slime was slime in the movie was peach pie filling.
1: Oh really? So
0: this is good. I'm oh, glad that he spoke that up is and good. told us. Yeah. So yeah. I, you know, I'm really glad to hear that. I, you know, thank you, Doug. I do want to thank you for giving us that input because we were both wondering what
1: that was. I've always been like, my mind has always been boggling. Like, what is that? Is it gelatin? What is it? Yeah. Yeah. So thank
0: you for, thank you for uh, writing in to us and telling us that Uh, he also did say that he enjoyed the show, that the part he liked the most uh, is the background trivia story and connections that we do. So thanks a lot for your time and putting the show together. Thank you. You know, and we do want to thank you guys. Please feel free to leave us feedback. We'll be happy to mention you on the show. Tell you, uh, tell everybody what you have to say. Uh, so as we mentioned here, we're going to be speaking about one of our favorite shows here. Uh, it's a Halloween special that comes up because we're in the Halloween era of, of uh, the year. Uh, so what we're going to be talking about is It's the Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown. Uh, All
1: right.
0: Yeah. Great, great show. I love uh, it. Yes. This is a 1966 American primetime animated Halloween television special uh, based on the comic strip Peanuts by Charles M. Schultz.
1: Mm -hmm. Yep.
0: So what this is here, uh, it was the third Peanuts special and second holiday themed special following the Charlie Brown Christmas to be produced and animated by Bill Melendez. Oh, wow. So its first broadcast uh, took place on October 27th, 1966, uh, actually showing up on CBS at that time and preempting My Three Sons. Wow. Uh, so CBS kept re-airing the show annually through the year 2000, and ABC actually picked up the rights beginning in 2001, where it now mm-hmm. airs annually on at Halloween. Uh, mm-hmm. I was looking because ABC, usually they'll do like their uh, 30 days of, uh, of Halloween or something like that on ABC yeah. Family. And yeah. I've seen some of them that they'll air some of these specials on there. I mm-hmm. looked and I did not see it on ABC Family, so I was kind of surprised.
1: That's yeah, that is surprising. Don't they air at Christmas time? Don't they air the Charlie Brown? Yes, and that <laughs> was
0: that was kind of what yeah. I thought. I was like, huh? Okay.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's a little weird,
0: huh? So it was kind of neat. But they, when uh, ABC once broadcast this, they uh, at one time they actually broadcast it with "You're Not Elected," Charlie Brown. Which was mm-hmm. immediately following. It's the Great Pumpkin, basically, kind of to emphasize the proximity of how close it was to election day, which appears on November fifth of every year. Yeah. Uh, so Great Pumpkin, Great Pumpkin does get a little bit of mention in You're Not Elected. Uh huh. Now this program was nominated for an Emmy Award. Uh, it's been issued on mm-hmm. home video several times, including uh-huh. a special remastered deluxe version, mm-hmm. uh, which was released by Warner Home Video in two thousand eight. Uh, mm-hmm. It also showed the bonus feature, It's Magic Charlie Brown, which I will be talking about later because I have a little bit yeah. of trivia about that. <laughs>
1: yeah, we actually have that DVD that has that extra. Yeah, it was like a box. It almost looks like a box set. It's a, I think yeah. it had, well, no, maybe, is it a box set? Yes, because it, it came with the Thanksgiving and it came with the Christmas one as well. See, yeah. I, I've got
0: it. I really should buy that. I, It's, you oh, know. Oh, yeah. I, because I like them. I, I do like the Charlie <laughs> Brown specials. Uh, I just, you know, my wife likes them. I just have never really had a chance to sit down and watch all of them.
1: Yeah. The Thanksgiving one was okay in my opinion, but it wasn't as great as, you know, and as memorable as the Halloween and the Christmas, in my opinion.
0: Well, hold that. Cause we'll, come back and we'll hold, we'll hold that and come back and talk about it when we get towards Thanksgiving. So
1: absolutely. Absolutely.
0: Uh, so Cece, why don't you jump in here? Why don't you tell us a little bit about the plot of the movie what, or plot of the show and what you thought about
2: it? Well, first of all, I thought it was kind of short, (laughs) (laughs) and because of that, all of the funny scenes, like, if you're going to go out of the room to make, like, a piece of toast or something like that, or go to the bathroom, you're obviously going to miss a funny scene because all
1: of them are, like, layered right after the other, and it's kind (laughs) of funny, actually. Mm -hmm. So, basically, it's so short that if you leave the room, you're going to miss something. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. which we actually experienced because we watched it last night, and I she know. she's like, I want to go make some toast, and I'm like, well, you better hurry back because I'm not pausing it, and <laughs>
2: kept coming out, like, two times wanting to, like, see something or hear something. Like, first of all, the scene where Snoopy blows that leaf into the pile is followed right by the um, scene where Linus jumps into it and gets a wet um, lollipop thingy, and then, right after that, comes the football scene where he lands on his back and kills himself. So, <laughs> well, if you want to miss like not miss anything then you're going to
0: have to be there. Well, speaking of that football scene, that is something that has occurred in the comic book or in the comic strip. It's mm-hmm. appeared in almost every episode Charlie Brown has missed kicking the football.
1: Yes, except every single... <laughs> for
0: one special. Really? Mhm. And that one special is It's Magic Charlie Brown. Because oh. Snoopy Snoopy makes Charlie Brown invisible. And then he's able to go and kick the football and Lucy is shocked and he's running around with the football and making the football dance and laugh in front of Lucy.
1: That's right. We have that. Uh, you know what? I totally missed that. You're right. So oh, my god. So you're going to have to
0: go back and watch that now.
1: <laughs> I am going to have to. I, I, it's one of those where I haven't really paid much attention to it. You know, my kids have sat, you know, and I'll just, you know, put play all, and then both of them will run through, and I right. haven't really sat down and watched it a lot, but that's cool. He actually, he was able to trick her, and I think, isn't it that one at the end where he actually elevated her and, like, left her there? So she's like, hey, get that me the That was, was, that was that at the... the end
2: of the It's Magic Show. Okay, yeah.
1: Okay, so. Yes. Snoopy. Snoopy did it. Oh, okay. Snoopy. Yeah, I need to sit down and watch it more. The Beagle. That's cool, though, that he got, he triumphed and he finally kicked the ball. That very was the cool.
0: only time. And then at the very end of it, oh, he tries wow. to kick it again, and, and Snoopy sees him and makes him turn visible right at the last second.
1: Oh, that's great. That's great. Very cool. Yeah, what else did you like about the movie, sweetie? What else, you know, plot like wise, what, what was it about?
2: Um, Linus was writing a letter to the Great Pumpkin, and everybody was making fun of him, and Snoopy started laughing really loudly and weird sounding, and then on Halloween, he spent the entire night, and, like, standing there in the pumpkin patch, until, like, 4.30 in the morning, when his sister had to bring him in, and, um...
1: He kept trying to tell everybody, the Great Pumpkin exists, you know, Santa Claus doesn't exist, but the Great Pumpkin does, and nobody would believe him. And then, well, who is it? Sally? Charlie Sally.
2: Barnes. The girl who has a crush on him? Yeah,
1: yeah Charlie Brown's And Barnes then sister.
2: at the end, she started freaking out because she missed the entire Halloween, and she was like, you owe me restitution! <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> she,
1: Mm-hmm. I was explaining to her because she noticed this morning we watched it, and she's like, "the they, gro- they talk so grown up." And I said, "You it's brought it." Gotta up-
2: be like five or six. Yeah, or four. yeah. Like, you know what the frick restitution was when I'm 11? Like I barely
1: even knew what it meant. Yeah, it's it was written on two different levels, kind of like SpongeBob, where you know adults can get it, you know, can Sponge understand. SpongeBob does not talk grown-up. You're getting it all. Yes, he job, does, but job, that's a whole yeah.
0: subject for another day. <laughs> yes,
1: but it's it's very much it's geared for both adults and kids, so it's written on two different SpongeBob levels.
0: SpongeBob is geared for adults. Oh yes, very oh, yeah. much so. But oh there's... yeah. Are
1: you kidding oh yeah. To- oh, I love SpongeBob totally. <laughs> sponge anyway but that's the thing with and maybe charlie brown was kind of the catalyst for you know cartoons that do that or shows that do that um i don't even know what a catalyst means it means the beginning of something um but yeah you noticed that this morning you said yeah they use a you know a lot of really grown-up words what's with that and that's that's what that's for It's to appeal to a wide audience that's yes. why they do that and so, to keep the kids asking questions through the entire movie now, mm-hmm.
0: Cece, did you catch the, did you catch the bit at the very beginning? I, I don't know if you guys had it on the version that you saw, but on my version, they show uh, <laughs> Linus and Lucy, and they're rolling a pumpkin through the pumpkin patch and bringing it into yes. the house.
1: Uh-huh. Amazing. I laughed
0: so hard with that.
1: Oh, totally. Yeah. She like got him up and like, you know, basically beckoned for him to follow her. And, she, you know, he just did her bidding, you know? Yeah. And then at the end, he was like, you didn't tell me you were going to kill
2: him. Yes. <laughs> 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 but yeah you know he's he's such a sweetheart you how know how many people have cried in that movie let me see that time and then snoopy twice for the whole music scene and then he started howling and then he stops himself
1: and then i think that well sally didn't really cry she was just ticked off well, but...
0: and we have lucy kind of getting ticked off with uh getting <laughs> dog dog lips touching her lips
1: <laughs> it was great oh now what yeah, happened
0: with, but, Cece, what happened with that there? Do you remember that?
1: Yes.
2: Okay. And what happened? She was bobbing for apples because she has a big mouth, and everybody said that she would be good at it. <laughs> and then the dog <laughs> came in it. Like, he was inside of the water. And so when he, she ducked her head in, the apple was on, the, well, the other end of the apple was on Scoopy's mouth. And then she started screaming around and like,
1: Ugh. and then she was like, <laughs> dog lips, dog lips, dog, dog
2: lips, <laughs> blah ah.
1: Yep. Yeah. Great. <laughs> uh, I don't think she
2: likes the dog. She also threw in one of the parts. Because, like, when she, he started laughing at her brother for doing the, writing the letter thing, she threw him.
1: She, she threw the dog? Saying, she threw yeah, something? Yeah!
2: She, oh. she, like, he landed in her lap, and lap um, laughing and pointing at um Linus, in Linus' direction, and she picked him up, threw him to the side, and then went to check on her brother. Oh.
1: Lucy kind of ran the show, and she was not very nice.
2: Yes, and and in that exact same, the Poison Dog Lips, um, scene like it wasn't even her party, and she was just like, "Okay, now we're gonna box for apples."
0: You know, I thought that was a little odd too—that she just like took over for everything.
1: She did every every scene. The trick or treating scene, she was like, "Okay, we're gonna go trick or treating now." Okay, it's time for the party. We're gonna go to the party now. Okay, we're gonna do like, this. Are you coming or are you staying? We don't go all night. Yeah, she was yeah. she kind of ran the show and bossed everybody around and knew like well,
0: you know, and I I'm going to say this cuz she was wearing the perfect outfit for it.
1: Oh, yeah. She was yes. kind of a
0: witch. You know, she was being nasty <laughs> just like the outfit that she was wearing as a witch.
1: It was in direct contrast of her personality. Exactly. Yeah. No, not... I don't think so. <laughs> no. <laughs> but even saying that, you know, she was like Wow, that's pretty sophisticated for you know, her to say something like that. You know, the like language a
2: girl should wear a costume inject contrast to her own personality. Mm-hmm. So I decided to be my own
1: personality. hmm But yeah, they've gotta be what about probably about ten years old. And it's just I... funny to hear them talk like that.
0: Yeah, they it was oh. just so grown up and it's kinda like, hmm. Yeah. And you know, I, I have to say in some <laughs> ways it kinda reminds me of South Park, only because like you hear the kids acting much more grown up on South Park. Yes. And you hear them, you know, you obviously hear them swearing a lot, and then their parents show up, and then they don't swear, and they're, they they mm-hmm. act more like kids when their parents are around, which I always thought was uh, kind of funny.
1: Yeah, that is funny. That's very true.
2: Dewey acts very grown up. Some of the stuff that he says, and I'm surprised that he can even talk,
1: I don't even get. I'm surprised you watch Family Guy. I was not aware of that. Everybody watches Family Guy. <laughs> oh, <Guy>. okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, moving right along. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll discuss that later, dear.
0: So let's go ahead. I, I'm i going to kind of jump into the cast a little bit here for us. Okay. Uh, I didn't really pull every single cast member just because there's so many of them here to discuss.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, it, so I kind of just got some of the main characters on this. Uh, okay. So we will start off here. Uh, we're going to start off with Peter Robbins. Uh, Peter Robbins played as Charlie Brown. Mm-hmm. uh Kind of looking into his history when I was trying to do research for him, I really didn't find a whole lot. He was really kind of just more of a child actor. Mm -hmm. Uh, He didn't really do much else besides Charlie Brown, although he did have a short stint playing as Alex Bumstead on Blondie, on a Blondie cartoon show that they had back in uh, 1968,
1: 1969.
0: Wow. Uh, He also had some small roles on F Troop and Get Smart. Oh, so, don't. Okay, you know, kind of, kind of late '60s, early '70s type stuff.
2: Yeah, uh, I didn't think it was the 21st century because I don't recognize anything
1: that you're saying.
0: <laughs> way before your time, and in, in oh, some cases, yes. before my time as well. Yes. So this is, this is
1: like, you know, my my mom's time.
0: This yeah. is stuff that we used to watch in reruns on Nick at Night. So
1: yes, very uh, cool.
0: Next <laughs> person we'll talk about here. I have Christopher Shea. Uh-huh. Uh, now, Chris Shea, uh, he played as Linus Van Pelt in this one. He was the voice of Linus. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was perhaps best known for his role on the you know the first few Peanut specials. Uh, uh-huh. He was also in the 1966 Western TV series Shane. Uh, oh. Oh. He was on Green Acres playing a character named Clarence.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, he showed up as a character named Philip on the Odd Couple TV series. Cool. And he actually kind of get a little bit more modern and get into the 21st century.
1: Uh-huh. Uh, he
0: had a small role playing as a waiter on the NBC TV series Friday Night Lights back in 2008.
1: Oh, very cool. Okay. He's still alive? Yes, yeah, honey. he is. A lot of these people are still alive. They're just old. Yeah. Yeah. This was 40, Well, so it's 1966. How long ago was that? 50 uh, something years ago. 50 plus years, 50 years ago? ago. 50. Yeah. Almost yeah. 50 years ago. So, there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, if they were kids, if they were kids at this time, then they'd be, you know. grab dogs. Don't forget the
0: dog. Well, we'll get to the oh, dog in a minute. We'll yeah. Get to, we'll get to who voiced the dog.
1: Yeah, okay. I'm very curious about that. Yeah. Uh, he doesn't talk. He's a
2: beagle.
0: Well, he makes noises. There's noises. And we'll get yeah. to him in a minute. Uh, the next person I'll talk about here uh, is Sally Dreyer. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sally Dryer played as Lucy Van Pelt. Uh, mm-hmm. Now, Sally was a child actress who only worked on the Peanuts TV specials, uh, oh. primarily voicing Lucy throughout, but also she she did uh, Patty in A Boy Named Charlie Brown. Very cool. Uh, so we do hear her a little bit there.
2: I knew mm-hmm. they sounded similar. Uh-huh. Well,
0: I've got some trivia on this here with involving oh. Sally. So yeah. there's some important stuff as to why she never really did a whole lot more after this.
1: Oh, okay. Uh, but I'll
0: get to that in a minute here. Uh, now, the next person I have, Kathy Steinberg. Uh, Kathy Steinberg, she played as Sally Brown. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kathy was pretty much the same as Sally,
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, as Sally Dreyer, uh, that she only had roles within the Peanuts series, and she only ever voiced Sally Brown. So, you know, she's sure. only voicing Charlie Brown's little sister. Yeah. Uh some of that was partly due, she, they actually had to feed her lines because she didn't know how to read when she was doing all this.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, she sounded <laughs> like she was maybe three, four. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah.
0: So they were... How did they get her to say that restitution? <laughs> <laughs> that's,
1: a, that's a mouthful. Now, uh.
0: the last person I want to mention, uh, this guy was one of the executive producers of the Charlie Brown specials throughout. Uh-huh. Uh, guy was, it was a guy named Bill Melendez. Now. Uh-huh. You think Bill Melendez? Okay, Bill Melendez was the voice of Snoopy and Woodstock and Spike throughout all these uh, Charlie Brown specials. Mm-hmm. Uh, so anytime you see Snoopy, anytime you see Woodstock, he was the one who's making all those noises, all those cries and those laughs, those yeah. crazy noises that you do. Oh, yucked. made the howl.
2: Yes, no. he did the okay, howling. He made the of funny
0: it.
1: laugh.
0: Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That was Bill Melendez.
1: Oh, how cool.
0: (laughs) So part of it was because now Bill, one of the things with Bill is that he was pushing for when they were doing all these Charlie Brown specials, he actually wanted to have kids doing all the voices. He wanted to have this kid voice. Whereas when you look at a lot of cartoon shows nowadays, uh, you know, we'll we'll, use SpongeBob SquarePants as an example. Okay. Uh The guy who does the voice of SpongeBob SquarePants is a guy named Tom Kenny. Uh, uh-huh. Tom Kenny is, I want to say he's in his late 40s, early 50s. Uh huh. Goofy looking guy. He wears glasses. <laughs> his hair is thinning on top. Nice, uh-huh. nice, nice person. I've met him in person yeah, uh, at Comic Con several times. Uh, it, it, it's but to listen to him and to see him doing this, it's completely different from what you would expect from these kids. And yeah. part of the reason that they, had a hard, that they have a hard time using kids nowadays is due to labor laws,
1: yeah. uh,
0: due to trying to get these kids in. Because when you go to actually hire a kid nowadays, they have to have all sorts of stipulations that they can only work, like, uh, I want to say, like, two or three hours at a stretch.
1: That's what I – yeah, I've heard two hours, yeah.
0: Uh, there's, there's all sorts of crazy things that they have to do in order to make sure that they're allowing the kids because they don't want the kids to be – uh, becoming these nasty child actors, you know, these former child actors like Danny Bonaduce or, uh, mm-hmm. you know, Drew Barrymore falling out where she did uh, Gary Coleman, yeah. Todd Bridges, so forth. Yeah. Uh, and I'm sure again, I'm talking way over your head, CC. So
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> here's what I'm going to do. Now we're going to go ahead. We're going to play six degrees of Kevin Bacon. Okay. okay. Now what I'm going to do CC is I'm going to explain the rules to you here. Okay. I'm going to let you pick any one of the cast members that I mentioned before. Okay. And if you don't remember what their names are, you can go ahead and say by their characters. So like if you mm-hmm. want to say Snoopy or Charlie Brown or something. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to link those characters. I'm going to link that character, that person who does the voice all the way back to Kevin Bacon in other movies and other TV shows that they've acted in.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. So I want you to think Very of awful. any one of them here. Anybody from the Charlie Brown, It uh, the Great Pumpkin Charlie Brown, okay?
1: Okay. Go ahead and tell him which one. Snoopy! <laughs> okay.
0: So we're going to do Bill Melendez as Snoopy. Okay. Now, Bill Melendez was in the Great... Uh, it's the Great Pumpkin Charlie Brown uh, uh-huh. with Peter Robbins. Okay. Now...
1: Okay.
0: Peter Robbins did a horrible, horrible film. Uh, it was a little sketch comedy with Share, uh, the actress mm-hmm. and singer Share.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, the movie was called Good Times, and oh, it came wow. out in 1967. So actually, before oh. you know, right after.
2: She's older than I thought.
0: Yes. Yeah. she, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she looks pretty yes. good, but it's a lot of plastic surgery. <laughs>
1: yes. <sighs> okay.
0: Uh, now, Share did a movie with Jack Nicholson uh, called The Witches of Eastwick. Yeah. Okay. And Uh Jack Nicholson was with Kevin Bacon in A Few Good Men.
1: Very nice. Okay. Good job. I
0: will admit, guys, I did cheat a little bit. I had to go and find... What stuff Peter Robbins was in, if he was with any other actors. Once I found Cher, yeah. I was able to go and run with it straight from there. I didn't have to yeah. research anymore.
1: <laughs> this is, this is, I could see this being challenging because, yeah, they're voice actors. They were child voice actors, and they weren't well-known. So, yeah. yeah, yeah. Very, I
2: don't even know
1: who any of them were. No. It's, and I know yeah. who everyone wanted... is. Very cool. You want to give him another one? Any of the characters? Pigpen, uh, any of the characters? Pigpen. Okay. Like Pigpen?
0: Pigpen. I will go, we'll go who, uh, I don't have the name of the person who did Pigpen, but I'm going to cheat again. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay. The guy who did the voice of Pigpen uh, was uh, with Peter Robbins in It's the Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown. Uh, uh, uh. (laughs) Peter Robbins was with Cher in a movie called Good Times. Cher was with Jack Nicholson in Witches of Eastwick. And Jack Nicholson was with Kevin Bacon in A Few Good Men.
1: Very good. Four jumps, right? That was four jumps. Yeah. Awesome. So and that's six. part of it, too. Is for six degrees, you have to get six, in six jumps or less. So very wow. good. Very good. I'm impressed.
0: It's it's tricky, but it, it's a fun game to play. So It
1: is. I, yeah. I, I'm going to get better. That's... You, you watch. Cece's going to start quizzing you, you, now. you now. I am going to stump you. <laughs> know, that is my goal. That yeah, is my it. goal. <laughs> <laughs> I will admit, I am not good at this game. And I, and I love movies and movie trivia. And I just... Ugh, yeah.
0: You you, you got to have you know what, Cece, start trying to practice with your mom after this is all over with.
1: Yeah, we should because that's part of it. Is I think I'm out of practice. I mean, the last time I played was in college, so it's been fifteen. Wait, this is a real life freaking game. It's an actual game. It's a, yep. there's a board. There is a yeah. board
0: game for it, and you can you don't have to have the board game in order to play. You just start thinking yeah. of actors. Yeah. So. Can we...
2: Do it like with a different person because I have no
1: idea who that
2: bacon guy is. Sure. Well, well, think.
1: well, think of movies that like Kevin Bacon's been in. I, I, I suggested. I used
2: to have a um, a dentist's last name was Bacon.
1: Well, that's not him.
2: <laughs> Darn. We'll, we'll, we'll play it after the podcast.
0: Yeah, we'll teach you how. So
2: I want to after the podcast, I'm going to do my creepy stretch again where I stand up for my own head. Okay,
1: well we're gonna talk about that <laughs> later. Back to the back to the
0: podcast. To- okay. okay, so I have I have a little bit of trivia here. I think that we're gonna end up being a short podcast this week, but that's okay because I don't that's- have a whole lot of trivia. Yeah. Uh, but I do want to bring up here some things that I found. Uh, with with example for uh, Charlie Brown when he has the repeated line when they're going trick or treating. Uh huh. See, see what what happens to Charlie Brown when he's going trick or treating? What does everybody give him?
2: A rock, which is – I think is actually illegal. No. But like, so how does he say it? What does he say? I got a rock. Yep. I got
1: a rock. I got a popcorn <laughs> I got a ball.
2: Gum. Okay. I got a cookie. I got some money. I got a rock. <laughs> <laughs> well, because of that, that actually
0: caused so much stir among many of the viewers of the show. Oh, that, really? According to Charles Schultz in the book and his retrospective TV special, Happy Birthday, Charlie Brown – Uh Uh, He said that after the first program, after the program first aired, bags and boxes and boxes of candy came in from all over the world just for Charlie Brown.
1: (laughs) Oh, So he people had all were, this candy yeah. coming
0: in, and of course, all the guys at the animation studios are going, hey, cool, free candy.
1: <laughs> free candy. You know, I could see that, because you know, I was upset watching that. I mean, even as a kid, like, why does he keep getting the shaft? You know, it's yeah. like, you know. Just why do people he hate him so much? You. Yeah. Because adults are
2: mean. <laughs> yeah. She said right next to two adults.
1: Oh. Hey. But yeah, it was, so, so was there a, a trivia having to do with that quote in terms of why he kept saying it over and over, or was it just the fact that they well, sent him the candy? think he got rocks
2: over and over then. <laughs> that's <laughs> why
0: he got the candy was because of those rocks.
2: Oh,
1: that's so uh, cute. Now,
0: another thing that I found, actress Kathy Steinberg. Now, Kathy was the one who voiced Sally Brown. Okay. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh, she had almost finished recording all of her lines of dialogue as Sally. Uh, when the uh-huh. producers received a phone call from Steinberg's mother. Uh, now Steinberg's mother informed them that one of Kathy's teeth was loose. Oh. Okay, so now they're worried here. They they were going, yeah. oh my gosh, you know, this is going to make, th- this is going to make a sudden lisp that would totally ruin the continuity of, of her dialogue, that it's going to sound completely different. Yeah. Uh, so the producers were rushing uh, the young actress into the studio to finish recording her lines. And just mm-hmm. as Steinberg was speaking her last line, the tooth mm-hmm. came flying out of her
1: mouth. Oh, no kidding. So she
0: lost her tooth right as she was finishing up the roll and they go, okay, that's it. No more.
1: Oh, how funny. Was the restitution line her last line?
0: Yes, it was.
1: Oh, I'll be darned. So I, think I it... demand restitution. Yeah. <laughs> how funny. uh
2: you, blockhead. Yeah, that was another (laughs) thing. How dumb I was. (laughs) What
1: a fool I was. I wonder how many times they said the word blockhead in that. That's something I, yeah, I never. You should have counted that one. You should have counted it. I guess 2000. No, scratch that. Two million. No, it was no, pretty. Not that yeah, much. and I had to tell the girls, you know, we can't go around calling each other blockhead. Because for a while they did that. My little ones were calling each You're other blockhead. blockhead. And I'm like, You're no, we can't. Yeah, we can't say blockhead. They fight like all... two old
2: ladies, Martha and Gretel. Okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my baby's just that. <laughs> That's funny. Now,
0: one thing I did pick up here uh, when they first aired this with CBS. Uh, CBS had warned the crew, the the Bill Melendez crew and animation studios and everything, that if Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown, if it failed to generate ratings as high as those received for Charlie Brown Christmas, which was Mm -hmm. less than a year earlier, they would not commission any more Peanuts cartoons. Oh, really? So Uh if this had failed, we would have seen only those two and that would have been it. However, it ultimately did so well. New Peanuts cartoons continued to air throughout the following decades, even after Charles Schultz's death. Oh, wow. Now, the network literally said it had to be a blockbuster, and it ended Uh up tying with the number one most watched program of the week, uh, which was Bonanza, Uh which was a ratings uh giant for most of its run, including the year Grady Pumpkin aired. Mm -hmm.
1: So they were not
0: starved for having uh, for having people watching the show.
1: Wow. Yeah.
0: So I was I was pretty impressed with that. Seeing that,
1: that's very cool. Yeah. Uh,
0: now I also picked up since uh, since we do have the name of the song because everybody always asks. I always hear this when uh, regards to uh, Charlie Brown Christmas, and it's actually kind of become synonymous with being a Christmas song. Yeah, uh, is the name of the song that plays throughout the entire Peanuts series.
1: Yeah, the uh, piano. Yeah, the piano piece. Uh
0: Uh-huh. It's actually titled Linus and Lucy after the brother and sister characters Linus and Lucy Van Pelt.
1: Uh Oh, uh-huh.
0: Now, Vince Guaraldi, he originally wrote and performed this song with the Vince Guaraldi trio for A Charlie Brown Christmas initially.
1: Uh Uh-huh.
0: And it's been titled basically since then as the de facto song for the entire Peanuts franchise.
1: That's so cool because, yeah, it's, you hear it all the time. But I, I, I never knew what the title of it was. Oh, yep. how neat.
0: Yep, And it's it's really kind of become now uh, because so many people associate it with a Charlie Brown Christmas that yeah. you hear it every time that there's Christmas music going on, you know, pretty much right after Thanksgiving or, you know, first of December, they mm-hmm. start playing that.
1: They do. You're right. So. I think at one time with my old cell phone a few years back, I actually downloaded that for one of my ringtones at Christmas time. So, yeah, it's just, it's, it's definitely synonymous with, yeah.
0: And, and, you know, it's a great tune. It got people to start listening to jazz because at mm-hmm. that time, you know, the, you know, beginning of the 60s, late 50s, early 60s, everybody kind of associated jazz with being this evil, you know, this evil type of music that was, that was where all the druggies went out and, you know, yeah. went and hit out. Yeah, you know, and that's it where had kind of a.
1: No, you know, but back, back you know, 40, 50 years ago, it, it's progressed to where it's more acceptable yeah, now. Yeah, much
0: more acceptable. And, you know, people realize that jazz is just kind of relaxing and that's what it's supposed to be.
1: Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so. They can
2: accept rap and they can accept, accept jazz.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So that's pretty much what I have here. <laughs> um, have you guys got anything more that you want to add in?
1: Let's go over your notes, sweetheart, put down, because she wrote down a bunch of things that, you know, scenes that she liked and okay, fair characters enough. that are her favorite. Yeah. What do you got?
2: Um, I have a lot of stuff. Okay. First of all, I have a question. Don't they have parents?
0: You know, I've they- always wondered about that
1: because <laughs> we too. never see them.
0: We always no. hear them talking and if we hear them talking, it's always in that wah, 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 yes. wah, muted
1: trumpet noise. Yeah, pretty much like the parents. In the so. in the Thanksgiving special, they talk. You know, he's talking to his grandmother about going over there for Thanksgiving dinner. And yeah, it's the same. Yeah, blah, 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 yeah what you just did. There wasn't yeah. any actual discernible voice in there. It was just. Blah, 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 blah. And I was like, huh, you're right. They do have parents, I assume, but they're just never around. That's, Either that, or they just don't talk <laughs> that much. Yeah. And they just yeah. go blah, 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 Uh huh. That's a blah, very blah, blah, good point, blah, though. Where are the parents? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What else you got? Um, Your favorite the scene? The
2: modeling. Thing? Well, I don't really have a favorite scene, but um, one of my talks is definitely like the um, the weird piano guy and the Snoopy. Schroeder. Schroeder, uh huh. That's a weird
1: name, by the way. And then Snoopy starts dancing, and then he starts crying. And depending on the time, yeah, the tune that that Schroeder was playing, whether it was, it was fast <laughs> paced and, yeah. and he was marching, yeah, and he was marching and smiling and all happy. And then he changed the song. And
0: they well, they were actually some older uh, songs straight out of the 1930s, back you know oh. uh, 1920s and 1930s. One of them, I, I unfortunately I didn't write the names down, and I really should have. Uh, uh-huh. One of them was named It's a Long Way from Tipperary, and I remember that off the top of my head. And yeah. I apologize for not knowing what the rest of them are. If somebody else knows this and wants to write in, please feel free to tell us. I'm this
1: curious is, about that, too. Yeah.
0: Uh, you know, I, I unfortunately did not put it in my show notes, and I wish I had now. <laughs>
1: oh,
2: that's okay. I didn't know what we're talking about because I cannot but, hear.
1: Oh, sorry. Okay, whatever. What other notes do you have, sweetheart? She wrote down quite a few.
2: We
1: talked to him. Let's see. Anything about... Uh, why
2: do they say tricks or treats instead of trick or treat? You know, that's uh-huh. a good
0: question. It I think it might be because they're going to perform tricks if they don't get the treats.
1: Ah, uh, there you go. But then how come now we just say trick or treat? Maybe back in the 60s, that's how they said it. They added s's to everything. Maybe they did. Maybe it was trickster treats. Who knows? Might yeah, have been the kids
0: trying to be cute too.
1: Could've been. Big or been. treats. No wait, trickster treats.
2: Smell my feet. Give me something good to eat. That just doesn't make any sense. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, what other notes you got, please? <clears throat> and that's a very good point. Um let's see. She put down lots
2: of stuff.
1: Yeah. You can actually read it? Um one of the uh, the scene where they used Charlie Brown's head for the pumpkin oh, yeah, I love You know I yeah. completely
0: forgot about that until you guys mentioned it
1: Yeah they were trying to figure okay. out And then at
2: the end he was like red faced and there was steam coming out of his head which I had no idea how that happened he must be like a whale or something No
1: it's cuz he was angry they were trying to show that he was but angry cuz they my head own... own... I'm
2: angry and I do not get <laughs> Honey it's a cartoon
1: Well he blushed or well no first he blushed and then he got Blushy mad beauty. And then, yeah, but yeah, they were drawing on the back of his head. (laughs) I'd get mad, too. First, he was all, me, a model?
2: Yay! And then he was just like, turn around, and then they drew on his head, and then he was all
1: mad. Yeah. He's so starved for, uh, you know, attention and to be accepted. Did he have
2: happy dance? He was like, I got invited to a party. This is the first party that I've ever been invited to, which, by the way, that's kind of pathetic. Um and, and I've been invited for like twenty. And then Lucy um, shot Lucy him down. Like, if you got invited, it was a mistake. There were two lists: one to invite and one not to invite. You got put on the wrong list. <laughs> Isn't
1: that bad? You're the whole movie. I thank you,
2: my Charlie, and your little dog too. <laughs> yeah, she was. so
1: <laughs> <laughs> She was a wish. <laughs> And it just, yeah, every she's melting. She's melting. She was just, she, she was so Douglas. mean to everybody, and I don't know why everyone just kind of let her run the show and just didn't kick her out and say, "Go away, you're not nice. We don't want you as a friend." You know, they just, <laughs> they just kind of accepted that she was a bitch, when and that's she all. She put
2: her head inside of that water, and then she was like, black, block, um, poison Douglas, black I, I was surprised it didn't melt. Oh, away! Put away! What other
1: scenes did you like in there? You wrote down a few. The uh, where he dressed up as the World War One. Never font. jump into
2: a pile of leaves with wet
1: sucker. Oh yes, yep. Linus. <laughs> yep, that was cute. And also in that too. um, Because, you know, Charlie and Snoopy had spent all that time raking the leaves into that big pile. And then Linus goes and, (sighs) you know, ruins it by jumping in there. And then he goes all beluga whale again. Yeah, he got all – that was another scene where he got mad. And he got all red-faced and had the steam coming out of his ears. It was great. It was great. Just the little touches that, you know, you don't necessarily notice because, you know, a lot of non-speaking expressions and and whatnot.
0: You know, I noticed something about this is that this show – You have to think, this show's been on since 1966, okay, but we still watch it, and we still love it for what it is, because it's not something where we start noticing, and we go, wow, this is completely dated. Like, you you watch stuff, and I'm sure Cece's seen stuff, like, where she's watched Pretty in Pink with you, where she kind of looks, and she goes, oh, my God, people dress like that then?
1: Yes, it was very – They tease
2: their hair like up to the ceiling. Oh, yeah! Like beware for ceiling fans, 60s people.
1: Yeah, right. well, but no. But
0: you don't this... see that in Charlie Brown. Everything no, you see, timeless. it still fits. Even now, you the still the kind hair of go,
1: was kind wow. of Yeah. Wacky. Mm-hmm. And but, the rest of them didn't have hair. And you're right because even you know my other daughters, Caitlin and Cassidy, they're three and five, and they love Charlie Brown. They love Snoopy. They they'll sit through the entire episode, and they're just transfixed by it. It's, it's like it's this 30 is thirty
2: minutes. Not
1: exactly
2: That's like, true. It's it's like but, a, a but normal they usually carton- have like a like well goldfishes have a thirty second time like time span. That's like two seconds longer than them.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean so, they're yeah, they're three and they're yeah. five and they don't have a very long attention span, but this one they'll sit down and they'll and the Christmas one too and they will sit all the way through it and and quiet and they will soak it all up. And it's like, you know so they're obviously you know and they're, they're pre-
2: like something to crisp play on daily.
1: Yeah, we should, huh? It just, it's very, you know, that tells me that whatever formula they did, it worked because it's, it reaches people of all ages.
2: kids, and then the kids are just like, hey, look, that's like a kid on the screen. Let's watch it.
1: I think Snoopy and Woodstock also were part of that. I think that having Snoopy be as cute as he was, I think that that's another reason why the kids... did like you it.
0: notice something about this particular episode, about this particular what, special?
1: Yes. Did you notice, as far as Snoopy goes, who was missing from this episode? Is that what Woodstock, you're getting at? Yep. Woodstock
0: character. does not appear in yes, it, doesn't. Uh, Great I mean, Char- well, Pumpkin Charlie Brown.
1: Was he in the Christmas one? Too? I don't think he was in yes, the Christmas one.
0: Yes, he was, was because he? they were sledding. He and uh, Woodstock were sledding down the hill in his food oh, bowl. Oh, yeah.
1: That's right. That's right. And then also, wasn't he like decorating his little dog I'm house? And Woodstock don't was there. Any of this. I don't uh-huh. Yeah. For
2: dinner last night.
1: Yeah. You know what? That's right. He was not. Uh, Woodstock was not in the Halloween special at all. I just watched it. I know that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> thanks, dear. <laughs> and any other things you want to bring up? Any about the any of the characters? Sally, Pigpen. Why doesn't Woodstock talk? Does Woodstock talk? No, I don't think make... so.
0: I think all we ever hear talk. is just some laughs.
1: Yeah, yeah, you're right. <clears throat> my favorite character doesn't even talk.
2: Mm-hmm. What else you got? All my favorite characters in everything either die or well, in like in, like except on like Disney Channel or like sitcoms and stuff like that. That well, they either or reality TV shows like Dance Moms. But besides that, everybody in like movies either dies or doesn't talk or something is like off without them.
1: Huh? Yeah. I wonder why. Nothing else about the show that you can think of that's memorable or, you know. Um, How the way they dance, maybe? The dance, the way they dance was cute. The little happy dances.
2: I like how um, Charlie Brown danced. He like lifted his head in the air, like his nose in the air, then he put his hands on
1: his desk and started like folk dancing or whatever. Yeah, it was (laughs) like a little little jig. Isn't that what they call that, a little jig? Yep. Uh Uh-huh. Anything else? I'm
2: the dancer, gymnast, and contortionist here. You totally got that word. Way
1: wrong. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, back to the podcast, babe. What else about uh, about it? Anything about Sally or any any no. other character, sweetie? Um. Any other scenes that you liked? Uh, uh, I, I I will bring up one thing that I liked. As much as of a bitch as I think Lucy is, I thought it was cool that she went out I and stabbed. got her brother. Sorry, I thought it was nice that she went out and got her brother. She you know she got the only al- had her alarm woke up to the alarm and went out there and saw that Linus was still out there shivering and got him and brought him back to the house and put him to bed. That was a way for, you know, us that to see. That was another
2: suspicion that I had about them not having parents. Uh, yeah.
1: Because I was yeah. 10, I would have to
2: go out and get my,
1: like... Yeah, your little sister out from the cold. Yeah, the cold. she was there, She and she took care of her brother and brought him in and put him to bed. And that was the one thing that she it was like...
2: Actually, was not...
1: Uh, Yeah, she, yeah, she cares about her brother. That was the way that she showed that she cared. Well,
0: and that's something that kind of bothered me too, is that, you know, what parent wouldn't go, hey, we're missing a kid tonight.
1: Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) It's 4
0: a.m. Where's Linus?
1: (laughs) Mhm, but yeah, that was something, that even as a kid that struck me was I was like, oh that's so cool that she got went, got up and got him and brought him back in. That was the one little hint that she 's not completely evil. she does love her brother, you know, and i don 't know a witch So she obviously didn't she i don 't know if there if she did something for him in every special to kind of let us know that she cared about him i can 't think of anything she did, and maybe she did something with linus 's blanket in the Christmas one. Um but yeah it it was nice that she actually showed a soft side and that that, to me that was memorable.
2: Yeah. She obviously
1: hates Snoopy then. No, I wouldn't say she hates him.
2: Blah, ugh, poison juglet, blah,
1: ugh. Yeah. <laughs> she definitely
0: did think- not like Snoopy in this one. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and any other things you wanted to bring up or are you pretty much done? Uh, talk about what? Um, talk about you know, just overall. Oh, value. I like the
2: time that the Great Pumpkin, who just happened to be a beagle, thank you very much, Sally, for letting me know what kind of dog he was. Uh
1: huh. Um,
2: came out of the pumpkin patch. Why did he rise so slowly? It was like.
1: Oh, that was cute. Yeah, yeah.
0: They did that because Snoopy overheard them talking about the Great Pumpkin rising out of the patch.
1: Uh huh. So it was a way for him to kind of mess with them. Oh yeah, Snoopy was
0: always messing with the kids.
1: I what did he leave us?
2: Did he leave us any toys? And then she started blowing up. Mm-hmm. Oh, there came with a beagle!
1: <laughs> very cool.
0: Now, I did like the very, very end of this, because at the very end, Charlie Brown, he sits there and he kind of attempts to console his friend. You know, yes. he, he kind of sits there and yes. he's like, well, Linus, I've done some pretty stupid things in my life, too. And yes. Linus, of course, you know, he goes off and he's like, Stupid. The great pumpkin is not stupid. The great pumpkin is going to come back and I'm going to sit there in this pumpkin patch next year waiting for him.
1: Yeah. it's like, he never gives up. He's just, you know, uh, assuming he did this. He, yeah, he's a blockhead. He did it year after year after year. Obviously the great pumpkin doesn't exist, but you can't, you know, he's not going to waver in his belief, you know, um, which was very, very cute. And I also liked the scene after Sally went off and, uh, she, Linus was talking about it with Charlie Brown, and she, he's like, "Have you ever heard of a you know that expression you know uh hell hath no fury like a woman scorned or something like that yes. yeah, was that that was that the expression, or was I, it a different oh uh, well, that's
2: nothing compared to like theory of a girl, like the woman who's been treated out of tricks
1: or treats. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, very adult like dialogue for sure. Oh, yes. Very uh, much so. But it was, st- it worked. There was something about it that worked. So yep. I don't know again, if Charlie Brown, if that was kind of what started the show, you know, the, the trend of the double, I don't know what they call that, Um, the double humor, I guess, the adult and the child humor. Um, I would be willing to bet that it was, being that it was 50 years ago. Um, But yeah, it's one of those things I've watched every year since as long as I can remember. It was something that my mom grew up watching. She was 10 when it came out. And I remember even probably being my daughter's age, three, and, and watching it. So it's something that I wanted to pass I on. I 12. I know. I wanted to pass it on to my kids. That was something that, um, and there's a lot of, you know, Christmas movies that every year, and, and of course, Charlie Brown Christmas is one of them,
2: but oh, this yes. is something
1: every Halloween, we, we, we will put this on throughout the entire month of October. So well, it's definitely something one of my favorites, and uh, I, I will always have a fondness for it, and it never gets old.
0: I know we're gonna have to cover. I know we're gonna have to cover Charlie Brown Christmas, just like we're gonna have to cover Christmas oh, Story. Yeah, you know, those are yes. two of my I'm favorites for Christmas, and we'll definitely have to cover those. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I don't know what exactly else we'll have to cover in Christmas time, but we'll probably end up doing a couple podcasts that month, uh-huh. uh, over and above just the you know the weekly ones. So there are
1: so many things we can do, you know, oh, yeah. uh, Christmas vacation and, you know, just there's some, you know, some classic Christmas movies, you know, it's a wonderful life and there's yeah. so much that we can do.
2: Yeah. It, I look forward to like it. Glamorous
1: life. Okay. Yes. Okay. The only old person that I actually know of. Okay. Now look at your notes really quick before we end. Is there anything else memorable that you want to bring up? Or anything that struck out at you?: I'm lifting my leg over my head. Is that memorable enough? That is memorable, but that has nothing to do with the show. Darn. So is there anything else? This is your time to talk, sweet. Uh, anything about Charlie Brown or Well, he seems like kind of a friendless dipstick kind of he was It was weird because people did seem to care about him. You know he did have the group that he hung out with. But yet, he yeah.
2: got rocks. He got invited to one party on the wrong list,
1: etc., etc. It was like he was friends with them, but yet they didn't treat him with the respect or.
2: Well, people don't treat kids with the right
1: respect. Like, how are you supposed to know
2: to go up to somebody and shake their hand if all that they do to you is, "Oh, you're so cute. How old are you, sweetie? Mom, how old is she?" And it's just like, are you kidding me? Like, if I see a four-year-old, I'm not gonna go, "Oh, you're so cute. How old are you?" Mom, how old is she? I'm going to go. I'm going to, like, walk up and shake their hand and say hello and then address, like, my name is Cece. What's your name? Like a
1: normal person. So, what's your point in terms of. what? What's your point? I don't know. <laughs> 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 uh, I think to, Charles, yeah.
2: was to make a point because they
1: well, we were talking about how the group that he hangs out with doesn't really seem to respect him as a friend. He's not treated yeah, as an equal. but they always so, talk like
2: adults. That's the entire point of like parts of the movie where they're speaking. Is that you have to treat kids more like adult like? I mean, one of them knew what restitution meant. The other one knew what notarized meant, etc., etc., etc. They always talk like adults, but they just straight. i like, one. Well, Okay, that,
1: well, that's a valid point. I, a valid I think point.
0: that's part yeah. of the point of why Charles Schultz did what he did for the for this uh, series, and why Bill Melendez was chosen to direct and produce this, was because yeah. he wanted to capture a lot of that more adult idealisms that uh, yeah. that Peanuts really had throughout the series
1: hmm. It was a show that families can sit down and watch together and not worry that it's going to be offensive or yeah. it's, it's something that all, you know, people of all ages can sit down and enjoy. Yeah. So and that's something that I found with all of the specials is kids and adults alike of all ages can sit and watch it and, and everybody likes it. It's yeah you know it's just it's a great it, and yeah like you said it's timeless and it never gets old it's one of those that i look forward to every halloween every october um every november the thanksgiving every december you know the christmas one so yeah. it's definitely a tradition in our family and so many others and i'm really shocked that they don't play it on they they've got it they've got to play it not on abc family they've got to play it on another
0: oh i wouldn't station. doubt I I wouldn't doubt if it shows up on ABC itself, but like for Halloween night or something like that. Uh
1: Uh-huh. Uh-huh.
0: So I'm just glad I was able to, I was able to get my hands on a copy so that we could talk about it today. So
1: yeah, great movie.
0: Okay. Well, I think that's pretty much it. I think we're going to go ahead and wrap it up here. Okay. Uh, So I'll go ahead and close this out here with uh, this wraps it up for this episode of talking about my generation. Uh, Please feel free to leave us feedback on iTunes. Uh, send us a tweet. I am at S-P-R-Z-O-U-T.
1: I am at Mommy of 3C Girls.
0: Okay. Uh, you can also send us a message on Facebook. Uh, you know, we actually did have people who did that. Thank you, Doug French, for sending us in the information about Ghostbusters 2 with the peach pie filling. Very cool. Uh, you can also send us an email at mygenerationpodcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can also find us on Stitcher and... Uh, We'll go ahead and and sign off here with uh, the Linus and Lucy from Vince Guaraldi Trio.
1: Awesome.